The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Everybody, welcome to the Big Six Podcast, the Sports NFL Podcast, and it is woo, woo, emergency podcast season. That's right, the Michigan Wolverines have won the. No, I'm just kidding. The uh, congrats to Jim Harbaugh, future NFL head coach, who won the national championship last night. Unfortunately, not so much. Congratulations to former Titans head coach Mike Vrabel, fired by the Tennessee Titans on Tuesday afternoon. We had, uh, earlier today, I spoke with Mike Vrabel. This is from owner Amy Adams-Strunk. Earlier today, I spoke with Mike Vrabel and told him about my decision to make a change at head coach. I appreciate Mike's contributions to the Tennessee Titans, both on and off the field. We wish Mike, Jen, and the Vrabel family nothing but the best in the future. And perhaps even more telling, not tweeted by the Titans, is the continued statement from Amy Adams Strunk, as the NFL continues to innovate and evolve, I believe the team's best position for sustained success with those who empower an aligned and collaborative team across all football functions. Joining me to talk about Mike Vrabel being fired, John Breach, Nashville native, Titans Homer, Titans Tellman, you're back. Wait, are all the helmets that you have, did they, all the coaches get fired? <laughs> you have four fired coaches. You're only missing a Panthers uh, helmet, aren't you? I have jinxed everyone. I've got my Titans helmet, my Falcons helmet, my Raiders helmet. My God, what this is like when every team These are all the last the last places you lived. Uh, oh my God, they've all fired their coaches. What is going on? Fired. I don't want to talk about it. It's jinxing. That means uh, I feel sorry for Kyle Shanahan and Zach Taylor because they are the only two helmets back here. Uh, you know what, Brinson? We did our Black Monday podcast. We talked about the possibility that Mike Vrabel might be fired. And I think uh, the owner really said it all with her last part of the statement there. That, as you said, was the part that was omitted from the tweet. And that's that she's saying she picked, we want to have a collaborative thing here. Mike Vrabel Ron doesn't Carson. want that. 
Mike Vrabel was clearly frustrated with how the front office was organized, how decisions were being made. We knew that. It was just going to come down to could he walk into that office and could they reach an agreement on what made sense going forward? And clearly they couldn't because Vrabel has been fired. So, <laughs> yeah, but you feel free, to, feel free to hit the mute button there, Breach. Um, yeah, Vrabel got fired. And I think it, it's, it's really interesting that you have a – a situation in Tennessee where the Titans are the number one seed a couple of years ago. They have this clear cut identity of defense running the football, Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, you know, not making a bunch of mistakes, sort of game managing, taking some deep shots to AJ Brown and Vrabel is the coach. And I don't know if it was like sustainable from a long-term perspective, just because that sort of football is hard to keep going over the long haul, you know, built around a running back and, and a defense that is up and down at times. Now you have the, like, A.J. Brown gets traded. Mike Vrabel throws a fit during the draft when A.J. Brown is traded to the Eagles. John Robinson gets fired the game after A.J. Brown torches the Titans with the Eagles. And he's replaced by Ron Carthon. And I sort of thought, Breach, that the pervading theory was that this was a hire that Mike Vrabel signed off on as the in terms of the GM, that Vrabel had most of the personnel control, and that Vrabel basically was running things in that building. Now, you take a look at Vrabel closing out the last um, two years. Not great. Six and 18 in the final 24 games under Mike Vrabel. Terrible. Second worst in the NFL. Uh, 48 and 27 before that. And then I think since week 12 last season, they're six and 18. And the offense is completely cratered over the last two years. 29th in points per game, 30th in pass yards per game. It's been a bad offense. Do we, I, like, I, I guess I just misunderstood the Ron Carthen, Mike Vrabel relationship. I think that's clear from maybe Adam Strunk's statement. Uh, we did not misunderstand though. Ye yesterday when we talked about, it, we did a black Monday recap. We mentioned extensively the idea that Mike Vrabel might be, uh, I don't even know if surprise would be the word, but like might be on the outs of Tennessee. And here we are. Yeah. Uh, the one thing about the Carthen stuff is that, look, we don't know what Mike Vrabel thought that relationship was going to be, but they've only been together for, Less than a year. I mean, yeah. Uh, Carthen was hired in late January. Maybe things, the relationship didn't go the way that Vrabel wanted it to go. And because he was clearly frustrated with the inner workings of the front office to the point that he was willing to sacrifice his job. And now he's out. And I think that when you do look at how this team has played over the past few years, you just mentioned a few of those stats. And the big one being that they're six and 18 over their final 24 games. But Vrabel, Always had this team playing tough. He is going to find a job in an instant. I mean, you look at the season finale. They beat Jacksonville. They knocked the Jags out of yep. the playoffs. Jacksonville had to win that game. Tennessee had nothing to play for. And Tennessee still wins. And you look at the whole month of December. They beat the Dolphins. They should have beaten the Texans. They were beating Case Keenum 13 to nothing and somehow blew that lead. Should have beaten the Seahawks, but lost with on a touchdown pass with under a minute left. So we're talking about a team and, and uh, right before Thanksgiving or right after Thanksgiving, they had an overtime loss to the Colts. So this team was literally about five plays away from being nine and eight. 
And so it's interesting that this change is happening because, as you said, Vrabel has a very distinct identity when it comes to how he wants to win, which is defense and physical football. And that is what this team is designed for right now. So if you are a coach who comes in and wants to spread things out and play finesse like the Dolphins or the 49ers, you're going to have to rebuild this team because that's not what this team is built for right now. You're going to have to rebuild this team. Derrick Henry's a free agent. Ryan Tannehill's a free agent. DeAndre Hopkins has a $15 million cap hit. They can save over almost $8 million or over $8 million right around there in terms of uh, salary cap space by cutting him. This is a, to me, this is the bigger, this is the most obvious, like, I don't think that this is a worse job than the Panthers job because they have a top 10 pick and maybe you have something in Will Levis if you liked him and you got him for cheap and, um, you know, there's some other pieces on the roster that Jeffrey Simmons is a stud, but I mean, I think that this the Titans might very well now be the least interesting team in the NFL. But to that point, Brenton, and that was going to be my ultimate point here, is this is why I do think they went their separate ways because there's such a monster rebuild coming that you have to be on the same page personnel-wise with the general manager and with anyone else in that front office. And if you know you are doing this monstrous rebuild and you don't agree with their philosophy or anything else they're doing – you don't want to be there. And I'm sure that sounds like what happened in this meeting is that nobody's on the same page. And, uh, you know, I think it's interesting that the Titans didn't look into trading Vrabel because I think he's going to get a job this offseason. I think he will be a head coach. And we'll talk about that in a second in the most logical landing spot. But I absolutely do think he'll be a head coach in 2024. Uh, but I think uh, we have Diana Rossini reporting that the Titans thought it was too complicated to trade Vrabel and that it would take too long. They wanted to move quickly. And uh, Vrabel never asked for a trade, which doesn't surprise me because I think Vrabel would have been perfectly happy staying in Tennessee if they had uh, kind of listened to his request, but they didn't. And now here we are. All right. So let's talk about Vrabel first and then talk about the Titans, I think. Right. That's more interesting, isn't it? Yeah. His future. Yeah. Definitely. Juicy. So that's fascinating that they didn't want to trade him. You, I don't know if you were getting a first round pick for Mike Vrabel. But you were getting a second round pick for Mike Vrabel, right? You're getting something for yes. Mike Vrabel. I think you're you can get a so second round pick for Mike Vrabel. You get a second round pick for Mike Vrabel. Now, if the only place that wants to trade for him is New England, and I think that there's a lot of people that believe Mike Vrabel could very well be the next head coach of the New England Patriots if the Patriots decide to move on from Bill Belichick, like that is going to be the rumor du jour. Well, I mean, one. Does Mike Vrabel really want to just like replace his old like his old coach Belichick? He's not really from the Belichick tree, even though he. It, it, anyway, it's like I think that's a logical landing spot, but that would involve the Patriots having to move on quickly from Belichick. The Titans, like I, I guess, I don't understand what the Titans' rush here is. Do they think they're going to go get Jim Harbaugh, and he's just going to take over the team? Now, no, I, I think it sounds like this was at him or me like you got to make the choice because this relationship's not going to work going forward so we might as well just sever it now uh, again it, it, you have two opposite philosophies when you're trying to rebuild you know if, if Carthen and Brable are butting heads going to the draft butting heads going to free agency when you have to make all these moves this offseason as we already mentioned Derek Henry Ryan Tannehill you have all these guys probably leaving and you have to find replacements and you don't agree with how to build the team that's a problem so I just think it, it became as simple as we're not on the same page. This is a huge offseason, so bye. I, I, okay. That's what I feel like. That's what the picture paints itself, I feel. 
but I'm not. I, 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 no, that's fair. I mean, I think it's I think it's a hard one to answer because it's like, <clears throat> I mean, what has Ron Carthen done? I mean, I, I don't know. It's 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 like what I, I maybe I'm higher on Mike Vrabel than most people. I'm really high on Vrabel. I think Vrabel's a great coach. I and, think he's a top ten coach of the NFL. Yeah. And it's like, what has Ron Carthen done? I mean, decent draft class, right? You got Peter Skaronsky, Will Levis, Tajay Spears with your first three picks. But like, what what has Ron Carthen done to lead you to believe that it's like, oh, this guy is going to just like completely rebuild this team? I mean, I I understand why you go your separate ways, and 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 I'm not surprised that given like what we'd heard and all that. Um, anyway, let's focus on Vrabel. Do you think Vrabel goes to – it's just hard to unpack. It's like, what are the Titans? Um, wh- where do you think Mike Vrabel ends up? Is it New England? I would, If I'm Vrabel, there are two teams I'm staring at that I'd be very interested in. Number one is the Patriots, but he, that's something I don't think he's even going to talk about. And he, I think he has too much respect Absolutely for Belichick, not. too much respect for Robert Kraft that – you know, if people are texting him saying, Hey, are you going to go to New England? He's not even going to answer them until that situation resolves itself. And, but I do think this actually puts the ball more in Robert Kraft's court because mm. say he was starting to lean toward, say he was 40 60 for keeping Belichick. And then, you know, you talk to him on Monday, they had that meeting. We don't know what happened. And Belichick says, Hey, what if I bring back Josh McDaniels? We saw that report. And what if I do this, this, and this? And now Belichick's or now Kraft is 50 50. Well, now Vrabel's out there, and I think he is a very logical replacement. He knows the Patriot way. He's almost uh, – he, he runs the same philosophy as Belichick in the sense that defensive football, physical football. Um, I think Vrabel makes a lot of sense in New England, and I also think the Chargers would make a ton of sense because Vrabel has never had a franchise quarterback, uh, and I think he could instantly make that defense better. You put him in L.A., and Justin Herbert actually has a good defense – and yeah, the the negative seventy or eighty million dollar cap space not ideal, uh, but I think if I'm Vrabel, those would be my two choices. What about Atlanta for Vrabel? Ooh, we talked about that a little bit Knock yesterday, in. and I, I like threw it. out that I didn't know if he would. I mean, he and Arthur Smith are boys. It's easier when the issue with the Belichick thing in New England is like you would be. You've been if Belichick gets fired and then you get traded there, you're like, I, what do you want me to say? I didn't do anything. Now again, Vrabel got fired, so it's not like he got fired. He's like, ha ha, give me the Patriots job, suck it, Bill. You know, Bill, like the Patriots are by all accounts likely ready to move on. It's the 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 Atlanta thing too. I think he would be replacing Arthur Smith, who is his boy, and you're probably not going to bring him in as an offensive coordinator. I would guess he could take he could take Arthur Smith to to Los Angeles too. By the way. Or the Titans could hire Arthur Smith as their head coach. No, that would be something, wouldn't it? Um, be wild. The but if like if he goes to, I mean, like Atlanta, the only issue you have is would he would he win in Atlanta? Like, do you like would you if you're Atlanta, do you want to hire the guy who basically caused you to hire Arthur Smith? You know what I mean. If I'm Arthur Blank, again, I just want to win. And if I think Vrabel's the best coach on the market, I'm hiring him. And right now, he's... Vrabel at, is the best coach on the market the right now. Unless you throw in a Jim Harbaugh. You know, unless you are Jim, going... Jim Harbaugh and Belichick are not on the market right now. Okay, so right yeah. now, Mike Vrabel is the yeah. best coach on the market. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, if you're... I mean, if you're Atlanta and you think you can get a quarterback like a Jaden Daniels at seven or that you can trade up and 
Maybe you like Drake May. Maybe you like, I mean, Caleb Williams is probably not going to fall. You'd have to give up a ton. But if you if you feel like you can get a quarterback in there for him, and he would probably be, I would guess that Vrabel, if he went to Atlanta, would want to bring Tannehill as a backup. Right? I mean, you know, like you draft a guy and you bring Tannehill maybe as a backup or or say, Tannehill, you're going to be the starter while we bring this guy along. Um, I think it's entirely possible that you could, the Falcons could be good. Yeah. Vrabel. I mean, Vrabel, they, would, they would be my pick to win the NFC South if Vrabel was coaching that team next year. If they could get a quarterback in there, they could put almost any coach in there and win the NFC South. But you throw in Vrabel and that makes them an even better candidate. I think the crazy wild card candidate is could you imagine uh, Raiders minority owner Tom Brady calling up his old teammate? Oh, spicy saying, Hey Mike, we got a spot out here for you if you want it. Uh, and I, I don't think Brady's been officially approved, but that's still lingering. He's still kind of with the Raiders and he is an ex teammate of Rabel's. Okay. All right. So Mike Vrabel, plenty of options. You could see him fitting in almost any of the available spots. Um, don't see it working in Carolina. Man, David Tepper's really painting himself in a corner. Um, Let's and take a break. Let me throw Vrabel real quick. Let's. I just want to point out what he did. This is the guy who led the Titans to the AFC title game in yeah. 2019, had a double-digit lead on the Chiefs in that game uh, before Kansas City came back and won. With Ryan Tannehill as his quarterback, he led the Titans to the number one seed in 2021 and then lost a three-point game to the Bengals that they only lost because Ryan Tannehill threw three interceptions. I mean, with that roster, they were the best team, uh, the best seed in the AFC in 2021, which blows my mind. Uh, it, it is just crazy. Went to the playoffs three times. And even last year, we seven and 10, they were seven and three at one point before Tannehill started dealing with his injuries and the season kind of fell apart. So I don't think he really had an ugly span, even though we just did mention struggling in those 24 games. But man, Vrabel crushed it in Tennessee. It's not an easy place to win. I think he'll crush it wherever he goes next. Yeah, nine and seven, nine and seven, eleven and five, twelve and five. His first four years with the Titans, uh, John Robinson, the GM, trades away AJ Brown after that season. I mean, they had no. Traylon Burks was their number one wide receiver in twenty twenty two, and they brought in Julio Jones. That didn't work out. They brought in DeAndre Hopkins in twenty twenty three. Like the AJ Brown trade really, really hurt that franchise in terms of their offense. And let's not forget two of his offensive coordinators, Matt Lafleur. And Arthur Smith went on to get head coaching jobs. So you've seen a lot of attrition um, in terms of yeah, you know, and I think some of the first round picks like Caleb Farley, they've had they've had a bunch of guys like that. They John Robinson reached for guys because of injury. You know, the Jeffrey Simmons thing worked out really well because he fell to them. But then there was it feels like it feels like if you gave Rabel a good roster, like and a good quarterback, he could do some damage. Absolutely. So I'm I'm on I'm on board with that completely. All right, let's take a break, and when we come back, candidates. Where does the Tennessee Titans job rank, and what candidates would be a good fit for the Titans next? Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Mike Vrabel out in Tennessee, which means the Titans have to hire a new 
head coach, their GM, Ron Carthen. Presumably, I had I need to double check the Titan statement. I mean, I don't think they said anything about this, but I will assume that they're going to let Ron Carthen hire the uh, the next head coach, former director of player personnel with the Niners from 2021 to 2022, also director of pro personnel for San Francisco from 2017 through 2022, stands to reason breach that if you're going to pick someone for Ron Carthen to hire, that you should focus on the Mike, uh, excuse me, the Kyle Shanahan coaching tree, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's how we want to build his team. Frank saying, hey, Smith look. bot, Frank Smith bot. Well, he's, he's telling, uh, Amy Adams Strunk, look what's going on in San Francisco. Let's look what's going on in Miami. These guys are building the teams how I want to build it, and that's how you win. And you know that is not how Vrabel does it. So, uh, yeah, I think that somebody out of the Kyle Shanahan tree makes the most sense. So, I, I absolutely, Frank Smith has to be in there. I doubt we see them hire a defensive coach just because that was Vrabel and uh, Carthon clearly not on the same page with that. So, I think it, it will most likely be an offensive guy. Uh, and we've mentioned a lot of these guys over the past 24 hours on our Black Monday podcast. You know, Ben Johnson, Bobby Slowick, Todd Monken. Maybe you steal him from the Ravens. There's just a bunch of offensive guys out there, uh, and it feels like that's who the Titans will start looking at. But who knows? Maybe somebody kills an interview and they hire them. But I think it's an offensive guy. Well, I mean, he. I mean, he. He joined the 49ers. Um. He was with the Rams, and when Sean McVay got hired in 2017, I assume he got. I mean, they they cleaned house unless Need took over. No, he went out. He 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 left when they cleaned house. He was never with uh, McVay. Yeah, so I'm saying he let. Yeah, yeah. When Les Need and Sean McVay came in, he he was gone. But that means he joined. He joined the Niners with Kyle Shanahan, right? Yes. Yes. So if you've got a GM who gets rid of Mike Vrabel and wins a power struggle with Mike Vrabel and is completely rebooting a franchise, you're losing your, like, Derrick Henry, I mean, in terms of the Tennessee Titans, was one of the, is he, I don't, I don't know if he's probably on the Mount Rushmore. I mean, Eddie, Dr I, I don't know. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it right? crazy, though, to, to pick a first-year GM in a power struggle against one of the best head coaches in the NFL? It's crazy. I think that speaks to the time spent with ownership with the owner. And you see this a lot, right? Like Ron yeah. Carthen spending more time. He, like he's watching the games with Amy Adams strunk in that owner's box. And Mike Vrabel's down on the sidelines. I think a lot of times you can see a GM win that power struggle, but I agree. Crazy hired in January 18, 2023. I mean, he hadn't been there the job a full year and he just got Mike Vrabel fired. I think it is a stone cold mortal lock assuming that the relationships are good, I don't know the answer to that, that he goes out and hires a Bobby Slowick or a Frank Smith, one of these Kyle Shanahan offensive coordinators to come in and potentially operate with, you know, you're going to rebuild the offensive line and you're in sort of this. I think, I think he's going to try and rebuild the Titans in a San Francisco style way by bringing in, you know, like maybe go out and get some speed at receiver. Um, you know, there, there's a dude, there's a lot to be done here, right? I mean, that's, I mean, when you look at this Tennessee roster, Hopkins likely gone. I mean, I was assuming this is this is a full blown rebuild. Oh, absolutely, and like, it's 
you don't even know who your quarterback's going to be because no. did Will Levis do enough to prove anything? Do you give Will Levis another year? Or are you looking to free agency? I mean, this team has so many questions to answer uh, that it's mind-blowing. It's not going to be easy. There is, there's just not. I mean, you hit the nail not, on the head, Brinson, when you said this is the second least most attractive job ahead of only the Panthers. And the only reason it's more attractive than the Panthers job is because you're not saddled with Bryce Young for the next three years and you have a first round pick in the top 10. Like, right. otherwise, I, otherwise, I think Carolina would be a more attractive job. And I mean, it feels like if you're in with the GM, you know, you're in with the ownership right now. Who knows in Carolina? I mean, in terms of like young pieces, I mean, <laughs> There's <laughs> not a lot on this roster. So, whew. I mean, jeez, man, this is a this is a rebuild. Total rebuild. I mean, it's like Peter Skaronsky, Will Levis, and Jeffrey Simmons. Maybe like Now, the, the flip side of that is if you are, if you do take this job, I would say this is an upside, is that you know you are not getting fired after the first year. I think this is one of those jobs where the owner will – this isn't taking a job with David Tepper where you could be fired 12 weeks into your first yeah. season. If you get hired here, I think you're going to get at least three years. I don't think they're going to have high expectations in year one. Whatever you do in year one, expectations will go up a little in year two, and then by year three, they'll say, all right, get us to the playoffs. So I do think that is the upside. There will be no quick trigger and that you will get to be a part of an actual building of a team, which doesn't happen a lot. Nowadays. It's pretty. It's pretty wild. So in the Tennessee Titans history, the next coach will be the uh, sixth head coach. I mean, it was Jeff Fisher for over a decade, and then yeah, Mike somebody, Munchak, in the somebody in the comments said, "Bring back Jeff Fisher." Mike Munchak, Ken Wisenhunt, Mike Malarkey, two years each, just total train wrecks. Uh, I, I liked Munchak. Well, you remember um, Malarkey got fired after leading winning them a to playoff, the playoff game, beating the Chiefs, beating he Andy Reid. Marcus Marcus Mariota caught his own touchdown pass. Yeah, and, and then they beat the Chiefs, and he got fired. Uh, and then Vrabel's been there. Um, Vrabel's 545 winning percentage, second. By the way, 2021 AP Coach of the Year. Uh, Vrabel's 545 winning percentage, second to uh, Fisher, 573. Kim Wisenhunt, woof. 1.130 winning percentage. Um, I mean, I, I think it's as simple as they are going to hire somebody from the 49ers tree. I, I mean, I guess you could go Would Steve Wilkes qualify. I think you're right there. I think they go offensive, but yeah, I mean, he qualified that he's had a front row seat to what Kyle Shanahan's doing and he could find an offensive coordinator who could run that type of offense. But yeah. if that offense is successful, you're going to lose that OC in one or two seasons and he's going to be yeah. head coach. So I think if I, if I were guessing it is if, if they're willing to take the job, it's either Bobby Slowick or Frank Smith. That's who I would peg. For, for the Titans job. And you know you're coming in. If they have a good relationship with Rand Carthen, you know you can come in and you can work with him. You're going to get three years to rebuild. You're going to be able to grab guys in your in in the in the likeness of you know people that you want in you know these sort of these systems that work. Um to me those seem like the obvious answers. Anybody else that we want to mention before we get out of here? Bill Belichick to Tennessee. I don't think Belichick is going to Tennessee. <laughs> I think we can rule out John Har uh, Jim Harbaugh and Bill Belichick for. I don't next. think they're going to make a big splashy hire. This is not the organization that you mentioned. Their coaches. I mean, name one sexy name on that list: Mike Malarkey, Mike Vrabel's Mike the sexiest one. Mike Munchak. Like, there's just Jeff Fisher is the ultimate non-sexy name. Sorry, Jeff. Yeah, Fisher. you were a great coach. Sometimes went to a Super Bowl. 
Indeed. Fuentes, he was a yard and a half short or one yard short of uh But he, you know, he's the punchline punchline for going eight and eight. So that's right. It's it's just this is not an organization that makes splashy hires. All right. So we anticipate a 49ers, Kyle Shanahan style tree, offensive hire, Frank Smith, Bobby Slowick, just two guys. I think I think it I hate to narrow it down to two guys, but I feel like Frank Smith feels like a real Tennessee Titans hire, doesn't it, Breach? It does, and I cannot imagine if you're Bobby Slowick, do you want to leave CJ Stroud and a team that's totally on the upside to take an interdivision job where the Texans are right. probably going to beat up on you for the next at least two years? Yeah. So I, I'm not sure, but I think Frank Smith and, makes more sense. And and it's, I think it's worth pointing out too that when you are Bobby Slowick versus Frank Smith, and this is just working as an offensive coordinator for a defensive coach versus an offensive coach, Bobby Slowick by virtue of working for D'Amico Ryans, gets a ton of credit on the offense. Like, when they talk about the 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 uh, Texans' offense, it's like, Bobby Slowick! But when you talk about the Dolphins' offense, my wife Breach went. Anyway, Breach disappeared. But when you talk about the Dolphins' offense, you tend to talk about Mike McDaniel more than you talk about Frank Smith. At any rate, those are the things, those are the, the player, the coaches we think they'll target in Tennessee. Mike Vrabel out. That'll do it for us. For Breach, I'm Brinson. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Make sure and wave, Johnny, as we get out of here. See you guys.